I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Greg Gutfeld. I'm Tammy Bruce. And this is the Fox News Rundown. Tuesday, May 30th, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. Drones attack residential Moscow and Russia says it was Ukraine. Ukraine says this war will continue until the people of Russia make Putin stop. Putin may be an autocrat now, but he wasn't. Always. He was freely elected twice. And so when you do that, you take responsibility for the policies of your government. And I think that's essentially what the Ukrainians are saying. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Russian President Vladimir Putin once again insists Russia didn't start the war in Ukraine, though most of the world remembers otherwise. A number of drones attacked a residential area of Moscow, and unlike the previous drone strike of the Kremlin, Ukraine isn't forcibly denying they were behind it. The first casualty of war is truth. Dr. Matthew Schmidt is a former instructor of strategy and operation planning at the U.S. Army's Command and General Staff College. He's now an associate professor at the University of New Haven teaching national security and political science. He's thinking Ukraine will ratchet up its offensive measures soon. So this may be misinformation on their part. It may be the truth and signaling that uh, we're inching forward to direct involvement. Of course, indirect involvement begs the question of who, who conducted the attack then. And, you know, that's related to this question of escalation. I think at the moment, you're not going to see much escalation. The Russians don't need an excuse to pummel Kyiv even more. Uh, They can make them up, and they have them already with the previous drone, you know, attack or, or, uh, you know, false flag attack in in the Kremlin, whichever it was. Um, They don't need an actual event to happen, and they don't need Kyiv's direct involvement in order to claim it plausibly and then retaliate. So does this this drag perhaps... Europe and, and the United States into something even more uh, more involved in terms of our you know level of involvement here? That may happen, but not because of an event like this. Look, the U.S. and NATO have been crystal clear from the beginning that they oppose these kinds of attacks into Russian territory. Um, and there's no reason to think that they've changed that position. And also, again, to my previous point, Russia has claimed Western involvement in these attacks from the beginning. They don't need the reality of an attack in order to escalate. They just don't. Does Russia want to escalate? I think that's really the big question. Do they want the war with with the West? Is this something that Vladimir Putin wants? So that's an interesting question. Uh, They don't because they know they will lose. It's important to remember that Moscow's power rests not in its economy, but in the fact that it has uh, a huge military and the fact that it has the largest nuclear arsenal in the world. If Moscow begins a war with NATO, they'll lose the military and they will lose the basis of you know, almost all of their international power. They won't be a superpower anymore. And, and Putin knows that and he wants to avoid that. That said, he wants to threaten it constantly for strategic purposes. And so you're going to continue to hear that rhetoric, but don't believe that rhetoric. What do you think the Russian people believe? I think that's the big question. There have been some comments from Zelensky, the president of Ukraine, saying that they and also the uh, the mayor of Kiev, Mr. Klitschko, to say that they want the Russians, 
you know, not to not to feel safe in their own beds as long as they they don't feel safe in theirs. I I, I may be misreading the quote, but um, something to that effect. So, is the average or is the average Russian okay with all of this, or do we really know? Do we have a way of knowing? I, I can't imagine they they conduct uh, uh, honest polling in 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 uh, Russia these days. Yeah, I mean that's that's the question. We we do have some polling that goes on. Um, obviously, there are people that have come out of Russia that are are telling us what's going on, and I think we should we should believe a good deal of that. And we sort of put it together. And I think the best answer to the question is that the Russians are, in essence, um, opposed to the war, but not willing to stop it. And when you break it down by age cohort, you find that older Russians are, in fact, for the war by a huge margin. And they are for the government. And as you get into younger uh, groups, you start to see more dissent. But it's never the dissent that says we're so against the war that we're willing to risk anything. And in that way, the Russians are complicit. The average, the average Russian, the average civilian, I think, is complicit in this war because Putin may be an autocrat now, but he wasn't always. He was freely elected twice. And so when you do that, you take responsibility for the policies of your government. And I think that's essentially what the Ukrainians are saying, right? The quote was something like, if, if, if Moscow can make Kyiv a living hell, then why should Russians sleep at night? And I think that's very much how Ukrainians think about this. They think that, that it is morally wrong that the average Russian gets by, given that they're complicit in this war. We're speaking with Dr. Matthew Schmidt. He is a University of New Haven Associate Professor of National Security and Political Science on this drone attack in Moscow and whether it was the work of Ukraine or Russia itself or someone else. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. You're an expert not just on uh, national security and, and international politics, but also strategy in, in the military sense. Um, is all of this working? I mean, I, I think Americans are infamously impatient with everything and i think we're very war wary because of our own wars that went on for decades but um is this moving too slowly too quickly uh or or is it at the right pace is is ukraine at the right pace to achieve their objective of of, of at least freeing themselves of russian invasion i think it's critical that something major happen this year uh in the in the long term this uh you know the sort of the it, the war is against uh, Ukraine, the longer it goes on. Um, so it's critical that they achieve some kind of, of major victory. It's unlikely that they have the military force to, to push out all of the Russians. They're going to have to create some kind of political effect in Russia so that the Russian government seeks to come to the negotiating table uh, on, on Ukraine's terms and not on its own terms. And I think that's really what we're looking at. And, uh, and, and that has to happen sooner rather than later. Um, but every phase in a war creates a different possible future. And we're in a new phase right now when this counteroffensive takes off. Anything that I'm saying right now may be, you know, may be superseded by the, the extreme success or the moderate success or the failure of that offensive. And if it is extremely successful, uh, then it may be possible to achieve more faster. We we have heard, I think, for a few months now about a coming spring counteroffensive and and whatnot. And I understand the the weather is such that uh, the winter months are extremely brutal in that part of the world. And um, 
fighting is is much more difficult uh but do we in this day and age still wait for the the proper time to fight uh wars i mean it 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 almost seems like a an, an anachronism yeah i think it's i think it's something that we we read it, it sticks in our head from you know war and peace in high school or something yeah. uh but there, there's no real strong fighting season anymore, right? Modern armies are all weather armies. And, and Kiev doesn't win this war by marching on Moscow. So it doesn't have to rush to do that. And, and the fact is, is that Ukraine is basically at the same latitude as New England, right? And I, right. Can, I can tell you living here, we've had very mild winters that wouldn't stop any kind of major offensive in the last few years. The key to the offensive is combined arms maneuver training and how well that's going. And the fact that the delay in, in launching the counteroffensive you know, gives gives more time to train. And that's critically important. Dr. Matthew Schmidt of the University of New Haven, you're an associate professor of national security and political science, and you're also a former instructor of strategy and operational planning at the Army's Command and General Staff College. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. My pleasure. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com.